mouth can testify more than my mind can comprehend. See, I've seen the wonders of your grace, and I'm so sure that this is not the end. Thessalonians 5 18. Let's start from there and work our way. Then I would move into the reasons why people become ungrateful or are ungrateful. And then I'll end with why, give you just one reason why you must have an attitude of gratitude and mm. have the heart of thanksgiving. First Thessalonians 5 yes. 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. All concerning right. So you do Numbers chapter 11, 1 to 4. The Bible says, In everything, do what? Can we read it together? Ready? Go. In First Thessalonians chapter 5, 5 verse 18. 18. Open it in your Bible. I want everybody to go there. We're going to read it together. Are you there? Yep. Okay, ready, go. In everything give thanks, mm -hmm. for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. One more time. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. For the last time. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Hallelujah. Amen. Says, in everything give thanks. In everything. You know, there are times when the people who are around me most of the time, when something they consider bad happens, and they tell me my immediate reaction is thank God. And they're looking at me, I just told you something bad, and you're saying thank God. And I say, you don't understand. The Bible says, in everything, give thanks. Why? Because this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. You know, sometimes we are out there looking for God's will for our lives. This is one of the clear passages in scripture that you can't debate concerning God's will for you. And his will for you is that you will thank him no matter what comes your way. It says that you will give thanks to God all the time. Have you eaten? I'm giving thanks. Have you not eaten? I'm giving thanks. Hallelujah. Look at someone say, be thankful. Or look at another say, be thankful. Numbers 11, 1 to 4. Numbers 11, 1. And when the people complained, mm. it displeased the Lord. And, says, the lo and the people, when they complained, mm. it displeased the Lord. And the Lord had it. The Lord had it. anger was kindled, and the fire of the Lord burned among them, and consumed them that were in the utmost part of the camp. We will, we will, we will, we will continue. It says, and when the people complained, the Lord had it. His anger was kindled against them, and the fire of the Lord began to burn amongst them. Mm. But watch it, it burned at the outermost part of the camp. 
You see, because people who complain, people who murmur, people who are ungrateful are usually at the outermost part of the camp. Mm. They are not in the inner sanctum of God. They are not in the presence of God. They are not in tune and in the will of God. Because we have just read that the will of God concerning you is to be thankful. So for those who are working with God, they have an attitude of thanksgiving all the time and they are not at the outermost part of the camp. And the Bible says when the anger of the Lord was kindled, the fire came and it started consuming the outermost part. In other words, I can just look at your life, look at your level of thanksgiving and know where your stand is with God. I can just look at how thankful you are or how much you complain and then do you know that no matter what you may always have a reason to complain in life that there is nothing like a perfect life it doesn't exist in fact the realm of man is a realm in which perfection is not permitted except in Christ that's what I was he that is above is above all because the only way to dominate this realm is to operate from a realm above it are you with me and and so in this realm where the flesh is still alive and active you you can't have something called a perfect life so if you are looking for a reason to complain and a reason to remember you will always find it but those who are remembering and those who are complaining are always at the outskirts of God's camp there, there is no place you will go to you will find group of members and group of complainers in your offices they are there have you seen those people they are there in your family they are there in your school they are there the question is would you join this band of complainers or you focus on that which gives glory to god and walk in the will of god by being thankful for him hallelujah these are the same people that God just brought out of Egypt. The same people. Now they have the audacity to complain. So for read on. Verse 2. Yeah. And the people cried unto Moses. And they cried unto Moses. And when Moses prayed unto the Lord, mm-hmm. the fire was quenched. Okay. And he called the name of the place Tabera. Mm. Because the fire of the Lord burnt among them. Next one. And the mixed multitude that was among and them. And the who? Mixed multitude. And the mixed who? Multitude. So when they, they came to this place, they, apart from the people of Israel themselves, there was what you call the mixed multitude. What happened to them? That was among them fell a lasting. And the children of Israel also wept again and said, Who shall give us flesh to eat? Who will give us meat to eat? Their longing for meat was as a consequence of the mixed multitude that they had come, that had come into their camp. Mm. Some of you are ungrateful because of who you work with. Hey. Yeah. You are ungrateful. Not because that's how you naturally are. You are ungrateful because of who has come into your company. Who has suddenly painted a picture of your life to you that has heightened your misery. That has made you look as if you are failing on every front. But I came to tell you that God is with you and you have something to be grateful for. Look at somebody say, be thankful. The first reason people are ungrateful, number one, is that people forget where God picked them from. People forget where God picked them from. Deuteronomy 6.12 
Deuteronomy 6.12. Deuteronomy 6.12. Yes. Then beware lest thou forget the Lord. It says, Beware lest you forget the Lord. Which brought thee forth out of the land of which Egypt. Which brought you out of the land of Egypt. From the house of bondage. From the house of slavery or bondage. There are people who have forgotten where God picked them from. And when you forget where God picked you from, you are likely to become ungrateful in life. Remember those days. Look at the children of Israel. You were in slavery. What? You were eating at the benevolence of a slave master. They determined what you were worthy of receiving. You didn't have anything called freedom. You couldn't speak your mind. Water was a luxury that may or may not have been afforded you. They were lashed, they were beaten, they were subjugated. And yet today, when they had freedom and they were even fed manna, the Bible says, because of the mixed multitude, they were longing for flesh and they started murmuring and complaining to God. The same people who were in bondage, when, if they knew how to complain, why didn't they complain to the Egyptians? See, when people forget where God picked them from, they have started on their journey to ingratitude. Some of you today, you are in a place now where you look your left and your right, there's a certain level of comfort. Although it is not up to the level you are looking for, you, you are still complaining. When you remember five years ago, ten years ago, seven years ago, where were you? You have forgotten that the same God that picked you from there and brought you here can pick you from here and take you there. Am I talking to somebody? Don't forget where God picked you from. Don't allow yourself to develop historical amnesia. Don't. Remember where God... Me, I know where God picked me from. Ah, I remember. Oh, I remember. I know. I never allow myself to forget. When I'm trying to forget, I remind myself. Sometimes I call my children to remind them. Tell them the story just to keep me reminded. When, when I'm, I'm picking them from school and I'm driving them home and they'll be seeing people walking on the streets, ah, daddy, why are they walking? I said, look at this head. <laughs> Do you know how we used to walk? And then they'll tell me, I also want to walk. <laughs> they, they think it's exercise. Yeah. I was telling Pastor Mike, I said, see, the kind of things by God's grace, even our children are getting now, were things we dreamt of. So if for nothing, we wouldn't allow ourselves to forget where God picked us from. Are you with me now? Don't forget. Many of you have forgotten. The comfort of the present time has robbed you of the memory of the past. It is important not to lose sight of the memory of the past because that is what keeps you on the straight and narrow whenever God is lifting you. It reminds you that it is not you, it is God. It reminds you you are not too strong. See, no man is strong enough by themselves to cause a lifting in another man or himself. No man is gifted enough to insist on their rising. It is God that lifts men. And so if you are being lifted, it is not you, it is God. So don't allow yourself to forget where God picked you from. 
Fortunately for some of us, we are fighting battles or we are not fighting the same battles our mothers and fathers fought. And we think we is because of degree. What are you talking about? Don't forget where God picked you from. Everybody here has a story of what God picked them from. Everybody. Everybody here. If you, if you don't have that story, you are, you are walking in the story. Everybody has a story of how God came through. You know, I remember this. How many of you tune in to prayer war on Saturday? I shared a testimony there. Okay, I've seen those who are sleeping and those who are praying. So, so, the background to that testimony I shared, I shared a testimony of somebody who said the whole family have their visas, they are traveling, okay. Now, a year ago on prayer war, I gave a prophecy to that person and the husband. And I told the husband, God is taking the whole family outside, but it will start with him. And he will be the reason why they will all go. And then, not long, about four months after I gave that word, he left to the UK. I didn't know he had left. Around the fifth month, they had a problem in the family. And so the wife came to me and was sharing the problem with me. And while sharing the problem, she mentioned that, oh, my husband has gone to the UK. I said, ah, when did your husband go to the UK? Said, oh, it's been five months now. I was thinking in my head. So had it not been for another problem that has risen, you would not even have remembered. That, oh, I remember it was your prophecy, but God did it five months ago. Now we want a new one. I said, don't worry. God, would, God, God has said that he's taking all of you. Whether I'm angry or not, God has said. So God will do it. And God has done it. Don't forget where God picked you from. As a ministry, we can't forget where God picked us from. Yeah. Some of you, when you joined us, we had roofed. Everything was cozy. So you are uncomfortable. We, we, we know where God picked us from. So we are okay. We are thankful. We remember the years where we did church. No microphone, no keyboard, no drums. Every Sunday, my voice is lost. Because I'm screaming, screaming. Every Sunday, I'll go to work and they, I can't talk. It's, uh, it's everything. It's like every Monday, your voice is gone. It's something happening. It's like, you don't know. You don't know. So we can't allow ourselves to be ungrateful. Hallelujah. Remember when you were looking for a job. Today, you are fighting with God that that job he, he gave you that you were thankful for years ago, you are not happy anymore. That same job. I know I'm, I'm hitting some people in, in a place where they are not happy. But don't forget where God picked you from. Don't forget. Number two. Number two. We take the benevolence and mercy of God for granted. Those who are ungrateful take the benevolence and the mercy of God for granted. The Bible says, in 1 Corinthians 3, 6, Paul is speaking, he says, I planted, Apollos watered, but the Lord brought the increase. Without God stepping in to bring an increase, the planting and the watering would have been a waste of effort. 
Do you agree? The planting in and of itself does not deserve an increase. Just because you planted a seed doesn't mean it will rise. It will, it will have an increase. Amen. Many, many seeds are planted, but not every seed has the capacity. Many, many seeds are watered, but not all of them. It says, Paul watered, Apollos, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but I, the Lord, gave increase. God gave increase. And if you have that understanding at the back of your mind, whenever you cite a small iota of increase in your life, you know where it's coming from. You know it is not my planting. You know it is not because I watered so well. You know this one, it is the Lord. This increase is the Lord. You don't take the mercy and the benevolence of God for granted. It is not you. I've met people who think they are so smart. They are very, very smart. One of, I was speaking with one of my friends yesterday. There was a, there's an, an assessment he has to take for them to make him uh, a senior person where he is. And there's another person who belongs to all these, you know, your cults and all these things. And uh, the person went to try the first time and he failed. And then the second time, they made him pass. So my friend, it was his turn. And this person came to my friend to say, you know, this thing is hard. And me, I'm very, very competitive. And then he left. My friend was like, ah, but I'm going to do my exams, my assessment. What has your competitiveness got to do with my assessment? And I told him, I said, you see, what he doesn't know is that he is, he is looking at you and he thinks you are alone. He doesn't know that it is God that has been with you, that has sustained you, and that has increased you all this while. And if that same God exists and is alive, you will see his hand at work. When he went for this assessment, out of 11 people in the whole of Africa they were assessing, he was the number one. He was the number one. In fact, out of the 11, five of them passed, six of them failed. And out of those who passed, he came out top. And so, so we know the God we have said. We, we are not competitive. We are God dependent. Are you with me at all? We know the God we have said. So he says, this, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but the Lord brought the increase. We are not increasing because we are intelligent. We are not increasing because we know, we know things. We are not increasing because we know people. We are increasing because of God. Never forget. Never take the benevolence and the mercy of God for granted. It is not all you. It is not you. Last week I said some of us are so full of ourselves. That when we are fully, we don't recognize it. Yeah. I know you are planting, but the increase is not you. Tell somebody, I know you are planting. But the increase is not you. Say, I know you are watering. But the, the increase is not you. Hey, it means that it means that even when you study and you pass an exam, it's not you. Wow. That's a serious matter. Even if you raise money to build your own house, it's not you. Even if you work and they pay you salary, it's not you. My God. May God who brings increase. Bring increase in our lives in strange measures, in strange dimensions in the name of Jesus. See, when you have that understanding, your life is made easier because you, you are always joyful in your heart. When you, when you think it is you, you always have to try to do a lot of things to increase because you think it's you. 
When you think it has to, it depends on how smart you are. You always have to be doing things to prove that you are smart so that you can write. But when you know it is God, you know that the little you do is multiplied. And God is able, look, let me show you a scripture. Let me show you a scripture. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 22. Jeremiah 33 22. Jeremiah 33, 22. Yeah. As the host of heaven cannot be numbered. As the host of heaven cannot be numbered. Neither the sand of the sea measured. Neither the sand of the sea measured. So will I multiply the seed of okay. David my servant. So will I multiply the seed of David my servant. And the Levites that minister unto me. And the Levites that minister unto me. So God is saying there is a dimension of increase that comes that cannot be quantified. That cannot be measured. Are we on the same page? And he says, so will I. I have the ability to bring a certain dimension of increase that man can't measure. Okay. Jeremiah 30, 19. Jeremiah 30, 19. Jeremiah 30, 19. Yes. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving. Out of them shall proceed what? Thanksgiving. Oh, come on, say it now. Shall proceed what? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh -huh. And the voice of them that make merry. Mm -hmm. And I will multiply them. Now, after thanksgiving has come, what will I do? I will multiply them. And they shall not be few. And they shall not be few. I will also glorify them. I will also glorify them. And they shall not be small. And they shall not be small. So God is showing you, okay, there's a dimension of increase I can bring. Then he tells you how to attract or work in that dimension of increase. He said, as they thank me, so will I multiply them and they shall not be few and they shall not be small. In other words, one of the keys, sure keys to enter a dimension of increase is through the doorway of thanksgiving. Yeah. And so if you know this and you know he's the one who brings increase, I'll just keep thanking him so I can keep increasing. Does that make sense? I just keep thanking him. Things don't have to be perfect for you to thank him. There is always something to be grateful for. There's always something to be grateful for. The Bible says, and in the last days, men shall be lovers of themselves. 2 Timothy 3.2. Okay, read 2 Timothy 3.2 for me. Second Timothy 3.2. Yes. For men shall be lovers of their They'll own selves, of themselves. covetous, yes. boasters, yes. proud, yes. blasphemous, yes. disobedient to parents, yes. unthankful, 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 unthankful. In the last days, men shall be lovers of themselves. So it is all about them to the extent that there are all these things, including ingratitude and thankful. So when people take the benevolence of God for granted and they think it's all about them, they begin to walk in ingratitude and thankful. Hallelujah. I know you are beautiful, but your beauty is not enough. Somebody is offended already this morning. I know you are handsome, dark, handsome, young man, six, six packs or one pot, whichever it is. Young lady, I know you are beautiful, dimple, and since, like my wife. What are you talking about? 
but it is not you. It is all God. It's not you. It's not you. Because if, why would you say I'm competitive? Think it's you. Men shall be lovers of, have you not met those people? They are lovers of themselves. Everybody must attend to their needs. The world must, must, you know, revolve around them. Hey! Let me give you the last thing. The last one. We become ungrateful when we forget the people who stood with us. When we forget the people who stood with us. Genesis 40, 23. Genesis 40, 23. 40, yeah. Genesis 40, 23. Yes. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. Please read it again. Yet did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. So yet him. did not the chief butler remember Joseph, but forgot him. He forgot him for two whole years, two full years. The, the third reason people are ungrateful is they forget the people who have stood with them. I told you last week, nobody is self-made. We are all, you know, a, 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 an agglutination of help from different people. People have helped, people have spoken, people have advised, people have prayed for us. And wherever we find ourselves today is a consequence of the help we have received, even for men. The Bible says this man that um, Joseph interpreted his dream to that came to pass forgot about him two full years. And there are many of us who have also forgotten about people who have helped us on the journey. Sometimes when people begin to rise, they forget those who were around them, those who were their friends. In fact, they become too big. For the people they were with who helped them on the journey. Their husbands who when they are blessed and they make a lot of money, now they realize that their wives are not their level anymore. There are people men have sponsored to school to go and study. The moment they graduate, they are now their eyes are open to the illiteracy of the men who sponsored them. Somebody will be offended by the time the service is over. <laughs> people forget how people have helped them, how men have helped them, how women have, how people have sustained them. You can't allow yourself to forget the help you have received from people. I, I told you, I don't know if I've told you, but there's a reason why I don't pray against people. Hardly would you find me, Father, let your fire consume him. Let the shackles bind him. Let all the 32 teeth in his mouth drop out. <laughs> let his legs become useless under him. Let his face become unrecognizable in the realm of man. I don't pray those prayers. 
Let the host of hell. You see why I don't pray some prayers? Let the host of hell. Let them become a plaything to the host of hell. I don't pray some prayers. I prayed a prayer many years ago. And somebody died as a result of that prayer. And so I don't pray these kinds of prayers. And because of that experience, the early part of my ministry, I have, I have tried through prayer to insulate my heart from bitterness. And so if you meet people like me, you can, you can decide to become ungrateful. But the oil upon the head will speak because me, as a human, I will never speak. I have seen it happen. That is one of the reasons why it's not every call I pick. Have some of you tried calling me before? I'm telling you, I'm being very honest with you. It's not every call I pick. Because there are many people who take you for granted and their grace on your life for granted. They only remember you when they have a problem. When their lives are blessed. So. I remember a few weeks ago, one of the ladies on this third row, I don't want to point her out, brought me a seat. When I got home, the kind of prayers I prayed for her for my heart. I said, God, remember that one. Don't forget the people who have prayed with you. Hallelujah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Haven't I told you before that I can't live anywhere else but this country? God called me for this country. If you put me anywhere else, I can't survive. This is where God called me for. I can go and preach two days and come back, but this is my land. Are you with me now? God said to me, I'm making you the apostle of Africa. If I go to America, how can I become an apostle of Africa? So that when I enter a place like Australia and I'm mentioning street names, they say, hey, this man, this man. Prophesy. Don't forget where God picked you from. I was ministering to somebody that being um, Thursday or something. On, we we're praying for the person on WhatsApp in America, Maryland. Bumpire, and I'm saying, ah, God has opened my eyes. I'm seeing this, 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 this. She said, I don't even know how to answer. I don't even know where to start from. I said, if you need help, I can assist you to start. Are you with me now? Yeah. Don't forget. The people God has used to bless you. I've met people when God blesses them, they now remember their family has problems. Some people, the Lord blesses them now every weekend they have a funeral to attend. As of, they want to go and show off. Some of you people have blessed you. They've been a blessing to you. You have written them and dumped them in the dustbin of history. The system of, the, of, of, of this kingdom is such that every seed you sow, you reap. And so if you keep stabbing people in the back, you reap the harvest that comes with it. Yeah. You reap the harvest that comes with it. Oh, it is not a curse. It is a principle. Are you with me now? It's a principle. 
you have to show gratitude. Some of you even to your parents. Somebody looked at your face and told you, your mother is a witch. You two, you are running with it. Your mother didn't kill you when they gave birth to you. When you were helpless on the bed. They didn't kill you. They have taken care of, fed you. It must be a very good witch. To just be feeding somebody he wants to kill. Fattening you up. You are now 42 years. 42 years. It's now you are blaming your mother. Oh, we him. And you see, the thing that annoys me is that it's only old women that are witches. Who told you that? You have you have forgotten you will become an old woman one day. You have forgotten. It's only old. you haven't seen beautiful women who are witches before. The witch that is 80 years was once once 25 years. That's what you have forgotten. You have focused so much on the helpless old lady, whereas your roommates could be the one. Don't become ungrateful. Remember, your, when God blesses you, remember your father. Don't wait. When it's mothers, they come and pretend and put posts on status. Your mother will never see and write big English. She can never understand just to let the world know you to have a mother. And you haven't even called her in six months. The money, no confusion. What they have 500 be a no ascend their man. Now, why mommy or woke our money be? I mean, I'll be with me. Don't forget. Don't don't be ungrateful. Don't be ungrateful. Hey, people like me, me, I'll never ask you anything. No. Oh, even if I'm in need, I'll never ask you, lest you say because of you I become rich. Don't forget the people. Some of you, your friends, but for your friends. Some of you, don't be ungrateful. People, friends have even helped you. Some of you, even your husband, you met your husband through a friend. Now you and that friend don't talk anymore. Because of the same marriage. I forgot it. Some of you enter relationships, and the relationships make sure that they isolate you from everybody else. They create enemies. Out of your father, your mother, your brother, your sister, everybody, and just the two of you. The day it collapses, we'll be waiting for you. We are here. Online in laws, we are waiting. Hallelujah. Oh, are you with me at all? Yeah, you don't allow yourself to become ungrateful. Ungrateful. People have helped you, people have poured into you, people have sustained you. People have prayed for you. People have advised you. Yesterday I was with a friend and um, he's building his place and I was showing him what he needs to do to let things go faster. And he had done, we've been doing it for a few months now. And yesterday when I was driving with him, he looked at me and said, hey, Osofu, you are a destiny helper. He said, the things that God has used you to do for me since university up today, you are a destiny helper. And I said, but you too, you are a destiny helper. The things you have been doing for me, what are you talking about? Yeah. People can advise you, give you a key, give you an idea. You enter business and you begin to blow up there. You see, people have... I remember those days I had a client who didn't know that there was something called fixed deposit or treasury bills. There's somebody who has millions in his account. He has 
over a million cities, over a million pounds, over a million dollars, over a million euros, different accounts, and those are personal accounts only. Then in the business account, he has over a million dollars, million euros, million pounds. One man, oh. One man. So I went to his office, I was telling him, sir, all this money you have sitting there, do you know that you could be making more money from it? They said, how? There's something called fixed deposit. They will give you this and they will give you that. So I structured it. I said, okay, you know what? I know you are afraid. You let's try with first 200,000 CDs and let's see something. He put it in 91 days. When the interest came, he called me, hey, Josiah. So they've just given me free money like that. Free money. Bra, bejibi, bra, bra. Hallelujah. So from that day, the man is suspended. Whenever I'm driving to see other clients, I, I bypass his place just to thank him. He said, oh, how are you, sir? He said, oh, you are here. Okay, come for something for... <laughs> I went to his office one day. He said, I just came to withdraw $1,000 for my pastor. But they've stolen it here. He said, it's not the money that they've stolen that angers me. The fact that it is for my pastor and they have stolen his money. So, tell, can you withdraw another one and bring it? Let me go and give it to him quickly. I don't want to disgrace myself before him. I said, this mindset you have is why you are rising. I said, that's why you are rising. Hallelujah. Don't forget the people who have helped you. I'm saying this because God has opened my eyes. And I have seen about five, ten years from now, what some of you have become. And so I need to start teaching you now. I, I'm, are you hearing what I'm saying? Five to ten years from now, the things that some of you I, I, I told this to. Who did I say this to? That, that suddenly there was a rising and a shifting in this place. People of prominence in different sectors of, of, of the economy in this country running things and dominating in different spaces. And I said, that is what I see happening. So it's important that I communicate the essence of gratitude now so that on the day of your rising, you won't forget. May God raise you as one of these in the name of Jesus. You didn't hear me. I said, may God raise you as one of these in the name of Jesus. There are people going to dominate in real estate. People going to dominate in, in event management. People going to dominate in terms of the beauty and uh, hair styling and all those things. People are going to dominate in agriculture. People are going to dominate in music. And all these people are here. People are going to dominate in banking. People are going to dominate in various departments. May God touch you and cause you to be one of these in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right and say, I am one of them. Yeah. So you can't forget. There's a man I'm always thankful for. And I tell him all the time. Every time I preach in his church, I tell his church people. It's a, a Reverend Philippe Giacqua. Soon to be Dr. Philippe Giacqua. He is the senior pastor of ICGC Greater Grace Temple. And he's the first ICGC pastor to invite me. 2011, there about. How many years ago? 12 years ago. I sat with him on the same radio station interview, facilitated by Pastor Ernest. So it was, it was three of us, him, myself, and another person, were discussing something, I've forgotten what we're even talking about. And we realized that the third person was on a different trajectory. He was going outside the scope of sound theology. But the two of us were on the same page and were hitting the nail on the head using the Bible. When we're done, the, the other person left was there, the two of us, he shook me and we exchanged numbers. And right after that meeting is where the, he, he invited me to his church to preach. And the, the rest is history. Yeah, some of them I have to even turn down. Because
because of who? That one seed he sowed. So there are, there are many times I preach for him. I, I don't, I, he was last year, I went to preach. He gave me the check. I just opened the check to see the amount there. Yeah. When I saw, I said, you saw for this one, we are building church. He's building his temple. I said, you are building. Use this to buy cement. Tell the church that I bought cement. And, and I gave it back to him after preaching. I, because I remember what he did by, by believing in a young boy who has just finished Legon. How many people believe in you like that? And so I don't take him for granted to this day. There are people God has used in your life. Don't forget them. There's an uncle who has paid your fees before. Don't forget them. Are you with me? Yeah. You think you deserve it just because you are a niece or a nephew? You don't deserve anything. Nobody owes you anything. Do you know? Understand that nobody owes you anything. So you can sleep well at night. Because if you think you deserve a lot, you'll be disappointed by life. Life can inflate your hope and your ego and burst it when you least expect. So don't forget people when they are there for you. In fact, that's this friend I'm talking about who is going to become a senior person in this company. When we were at Legon, he didn't come the same year I came and he was supposed to. He came many, many years after. So he came to meet me and some of his friends he was with in Infantipim school had now started working when he was in school and they told him now levels have changed so we can't be friends anymore. You are a student, we are workers. It hit his heart and I told him myself is good. They have showed you their real character. They have exposed the condition of their heart. Let them go and let's see what God will do. Today, they wish they had kept their friendship. He's one of the people, if I tell you that, that oh dear, yeah. when the president was putting chains around people, he was one of the people they put it. Something, something of the order of the vote, I see those things they have been doing. They gave it to him for, for being a tax expert or something in this country. This same person. Be careful of the people you look down on today. Some people have helped you before. It's like now things are not the way they used to be for them. And so they have no place in your life. Remember, God is the lifter of men. And that God that lifted them before can lift them up again. Are you with me now? Do you know that since the roof came off, some people have not been to church? Do you know? Oh, you don't know. You don't know because your heart is in a good place. So you are coming to church because of your God. No, 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 no. Some people don't want to be associated with struggle. But those people, what they don't realize is that by the time they come, we have moved on long ago. Are you with me now? We would have left the place they left us. Some of you, I see the Lord causing a situation in your life where, where the people left you. By the time they come, God has moved you and has shifted you from there. They won't find you where they left you. Let that be your story in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand and shout yes. yes. Can we pray this morning? want to pray. May God create in our hearts the desire for thankfulness that we will thank him no matter what no matter what that we will always remember where he picked us from remember those who have been with us remember our work remember what God has done lift up your voice begin to pray lift up your voice <laughs> 
Wanna pray? May God cause us to experience the increase that comes through thanksgiving. As we thank Him, as we are grateful, as we express gratitude to Him, may God cause us to experience the increase and multiplication that comes through thanksgiving. Lift up your voice, begin to pray. Rivalus capante brante values paladabaha, poco fali brante vende tus capa, e cavaletete, yatelete tus caleade, racapa, apa, 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 e patevete, ratelibicos capaliate, a pinimicali brante venemecosa, e patevenemecos capaliate, ratevelete. For all that you have done for us, for all that you are to us, and all that you represent in our lives. We thank you for the gift of life and thank you for the privilege to be in your presence. Thank you for our businesses, our careers, our enterprises, our connections, our deals. And thank you that you are bringing an increase in our lives as a result of our thankfulness. We bless you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we call it done. Amen. Please put your hands together. 
Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.